Kutte Sichas, Chelok Yudgimel, Parshas Masai, Sicha number one. This Sicha is a very interesting Sicha, because in this week's Parsha, it discusses the division of the land according to the lots, meaning is that every single Yid, and every tribe, and within that tribe, every family uh, got a portion in Eretz Yisrael. And this week's Parsha discusses how that was divided up. It's really a continuation of Parshas Pinchas, where the division uh, was also discussed in Parshas Matei and Masoi, it continues that discussion. So in the division of the land, we find really two aspects to it. There's the logical way how it was divided, meaning is that the larger tribes got larger portions because they had more people. And on the other hand, we also see this uh, super rational aspect to it, that the land was also divided by a gyro, which is basically almost like um, luck, we should call it, Ashkacha Pratis, that in the sense that Technically, even a smaller tribe could have got a much larger portion. So it's a super rational approach to how the girl, uh, to how the land was divided. So Bapoyal, how did it work? We're going to go with Rashi's opinion right now. Is that first, they looked at the entire Eretisral and all the land that was in it, and they divided it up into portions, 12 portions. The portions were, um, div- uh, were divided based on, first of all, uh, the size of the land and also the quality because if you have a very high quality piece of land even if it's much smaller it can have the same value as a much larger piece of land so they divided up the uh, land into 12 portions based on the size and the quality and they based that on how large the tribes were right so if you have a very large tribe then they have at least one portion that was very large if you have a smaller tribe they'd have a, another portion which was connected smaller but they didn't just you know then match it up Rather, they had these 12 portions. Then what happened was, the, the, the heads, the Nassim, came in front of Aaron, who was enclosed in his Urim Tumim. And Aaron, uh, as they came in front of him, the Urim Tumim, that wasn't Aaron, I'm sorry, it was a Lazar. They'd come in front of a Lazar HaKain, and the Urim Tumim would say, this Shevet gets this piece of land. This Shevet gets this other piece of land. And then they had a third thing which happened, is then the, the, the Nasi of that Shevet would pick up um, do the gyral and the and 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 the and the piece of uh, the, the 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 part the portion that he picked up from this gyral would be exactly the same one that a lazar sent. So it would make sense a logically, and then it would be the one that a lazar kind said with urmatumim, and then the gyral itself would also pick up that same one, and then the gyral itself would say this portion goes to this shavit. So we're seeing over here this 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 uh, double part. We're seeing that it was initially made in a logical way, divided up in a way that makes sense. But then we see this like Ruach HaKadosh, this super rational type of uh, aspect to it, that it was divided also based on this Ruach HaKadosh. Uh, and Bepashtus, the reason why he had this both was to show that everything was divine providence. Even though it was logical, at the same time, Ruach HaKadosh, the Umratumim, the girl, everything fit. But then there's also the, 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 the more Ruchni stick apart, and that's what we're going to discuss in the Sicha. So Sif Aleph. It's a dover he says, we find in the division of the land a something and its opposite. Because on one hand, we find that the land was divided al pisechol. Like it says in the Pasik, the larger tribe got a larger piece of land and the smaller tribe got a smaller piece of land. And especially how the Chazal explain it and Rashi brings it, that it wasn't necessarily just divided according to area, but it was also divided according to quality. So it was really, really so what each 
tribe, the, each the 12 uh, portions that were divided, really made a lot of sense. The Yiddish Gisa, Nestav of Hisnachaltem Sa'arts Begero, Ach Begero Yechalakas Arts. Then we have the other Psukim that say that you should divide the land based on a Gero. Super rational. So the question is, why? Why did we have, we need a beer over here. It's not really a question. There was asking for explanation. Why do we see these two aspects by the Gero? Second, a base, the second question is, we already had a lazar who had the Um Vatumim, and the Um Vatumim said that if, if this, uh, if Sheva Plaini goes up to Eretz Yisrael and fights the battles, then they will uh, yarsh in this particular piece of land. So we already had the Um Vatumim saying what they're supposed to be getting. So why did you also need the girl? So you look at R11. He says, Malashan Rashi, Vahagoyer Halapi Ruch Kaidish Kmishm Fush Babaraster, Mashmal Chayash Umatum Hikhusha Gur Hayapi Ruch Kaidish Black Bakrai. He says, Look at Rashi, it seems like there's an explanation is that the Gurl, um, that the purpose of having both was that the Urm Vatum proved that the Gurl was Alpi Ruch Kaidish because you had the Gurl, and at the same time, the Urm Vatum said exactly the same thing that the Gurl did. So that shows it was Ruch Kaidish and it wasn't by chance. It was really. Uh, you know, giving that definitive ability for the Yidna to realize that this is Emerson, this is the Dvar Hashem. So obviously there's not two different things, like there's a girl over to him, there's really one thing. But the Rebbe doesn't like that answer. He says, first of all, what's the purpose of having the girl? If the Ur Matumim already is going to tell you what each tribe is supposed to get, why do you need the girl? That's A. But Harmsi and Pirish Rashi, Furthermore, Rashi himself brings that the girl would would call out, "I am the girl," and and and, and the, as Rashi explains, the girl would speak with Ruch Kaidish and it divide the land according to this girl. So you don't need the Ormatonim. So the question is, one or the other. Once you had the Urim Vatumim, which was Ruch HaKadosh, why would you need the Geirol? So it seems like there's a special Indian in the Geirol itself. Gimel. Indian HaGeirol, Darshu Chazal Al-Pasik. Parsha saying, it's a Sav B'nei Yisrael B'Amarta Le'en. Indian Gvulas Arts. Lahazer Be'ezin Al-Kash Le'etziu Laz Al-Geirolis. So we say by the Geirol, Zal tell us that it says in the Pasuk that you should command B'nai Yisrael and you should say to them regarding the boundaries of the land. The Chazal explain is that you have to warn the B'nai Yisrael that you're not allowed to be moitzilaz, you're not allowed to make uh, complaints or, or, or rumors that the, the land was divided not al piruch It's a lav, it's an avera to say that the land was divided not based on what Hashem wanted. And Petruvah Sag'ayim, Someone who's over on the Geirol is actually over on the Seres say. Meaning is that if you're over saying that it's not true, or I guess if you don't even listen, you have another piece of land, that's just like you're being over on the Seres Sedibris. He says it might be true that the words of the Geirol uh, don't need necessarily a source from the Gemara. 
Meaning is like usually the Roshayinim, Achorayinim, but all they show, we, when they give a certain shot, they'll show where the source was in the Gemara. So the Goyinim don't need that, because we know that their words with Divrei Kabbalah, meaning is it was transmitted from generation to generation, and not necessarily was written in the Gemara. But either way, the point is, but what's the connection? What's Pshat and what they're saying? Even though it says in the Pasuk that from the Yachik you shall make the girl, and from Hashem is its entire judgment, meaning is from Hashem is the Mishpat of the girl. So we see it does come from Hashem. But this said it comes from Hashem, that could just be being over at any of Vera that Hashem says, any of the 613. But the Goenim are comparing it dafka to the Indian Seris Hadibris. Why? What's the connection specifically to the Seris Hadibris? And that the Pasuk doesn't um, show. And of course, even if you did have the Pasuk, it doesn't explain what the connection is. Uh, it just tells you that there is a connection. So to understand this, we're first going to give Hakdama that we find by Taira that there's three ideas regarding the Taira. Aleph. So the Torah is an inheritance to the Jewish people. Beis, we also call, see it's called a mecher, something that's sold. Hashem tells the Yidin, I sold you my Torah. And Beis, it's the Gimel, it's called a matana. So there's three gifts that Hashem gave us. One of them is the Torah. And this is also the Nusach and Tfilah by the Gimel Regalim. We say that it's the Zman Matan Tairaseinu. So Matan Tairaseinu, it's the time of the giving of the Torah, Matan Malashan of a Matana. So what's the difference why the Torah is called three things? So it's called three things, obviously, because in the Torah we have these three aspects. And the way how we receive those different aspects of the Torah, one aspect of the Torah we receive that is Yerusha, another aspect we receive as a Mecher, and the third aspect we receive as Matana. So we need to understand what these three different ideas are. We'll understand what they are by Pashtas, and then we could look, look back and understand what they are also al Piruchni Yisein he says, uh, He says, Yerusha is not taloi on the situation of the person who is the Yerush, the one inheriting it. Whether he's a, a, a gadol, whether quality or quantity he's a gadol, meaning he's over 13, or intellectually he might be considered a gadol, or a katan, or if it's a child. Right, a child, even one day old, could inherit, and also if he passes away, he could give an inheritance if he owned anything to someone else. So Yerusha has nothing to do with age. You need to pay um, for whatever you're switching. It's like a barter. I'm giving you money, and then you give me something um, in, in its place. So he says he needs to be in Yanum Elu of Yerusha and Mechar, Sorch Lias Lamakabal Shaikhas Bachiza Beerch Lahem. He says, interesting is both of these ideas of Mechar and Yerusha, the one who's getting the item, the Makabal, has a connection, always has a connection to that item. How does he have it? Be Yerusha, Harhi Dafka, Bekroive Shalamayrish, Sherusha Nechasav. It's because he's related, he's a Korov to the Mayrish, and the Yerusha is the property of the Mayrish, of, of the one who's giving the inheritance. So you have a connection. You're his relative. So that means you also have a connection to his property. There, there is already some type of, 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 of connection between the two of you. 
By mecher, you're using your money uh, or your property to, 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 to buy it. So the point is that we see that there's a connection between the two of you, and especially when we're going to discuss Baruchni Sinyanim, when we say there's a connection, that means there's a Shaykhis. It's not one item is beligvul or infinitely uh, greater than the other, or, or there's no connection between them. On the contrary, when we talk about, just like the Gashmis, we have a Mechira and Yerusha, that means there's a connection, just like there's a connection between the Yerush and the Meirish, and there's also a connection between the Mecha Lokech, because the Mecha, the one who's selling and the one who's buying, each have what the other one wants. Right? The Lokech has money, the Mecha has an item, and each wants the other. That means there's always was a connection between them. There, there's a relative value. It could be that you have no connection at all to what's being given to you. Um, and it's just being given to you because of the, the goodwill of the one who's giving it. You might not be related to the person. You might not be giving him anything in uh, anything return. He's giving you a gift because of his uh, good heart. So that shows on a connection which is higher than, um, which we might not have been any error between the two of you. So similarly, in Torah, we have these three concepts. There's This is kol He says, every single yid, whoever he is, he's part of Kihilas Yaakov. So the Torah is part of his Mirasha. So by being part of Kalal Yisrael, you automatically have a certain kirva, you have a certain relationship to the Torah. So this is talking about a level of the Torah that by Yid you automatically have a certain relationship. You do This is the idea that Yisrael is a Rosh Tevis, that there's Shishin Riba, there's 600,000 Isis of the Torah, meaning is that every single Yid has one letter in the Torah. Right? So again, that means that you and the Torah have a connection. This makes sense according to the obligation that we have in the Torah, that every single Yid, whoever he is, has an obligation to learn. And you can't patch yourself from this Chiv. And the Rebbe brings the Rambam now, the Rebbe, that he says whether you're rich or you're poor, whatever your situation is, you have an obligation to learn. So where, why does every person has an obligation to learn? It's because every single person has his letter, his connection to the Torah, and therefore everybody has um, a, a, an obligation to learn the Torah. So that's the idea of Yerusha, that there's a kirva, there's a connection in, between the two. Um, but the connection might not necessarily be because of your own qualities, it's just because you're related, but from the very fact that you're related shows that the two of you have some type of connection with each other. Um, and therefore also, that's why the obligation to learn Torah is the same. Beis, bechinas, for every single yid. Beis, bechinas, memecha shabatayra, hu chelik havana shabatayra. Shabala admaideya vidasa vigyasa. Mecha shabatayra means that you're giving something, you're, you're trading. What are you trading? You're gaining an understanding in the Torah based on the Yigiyah. You're giving your effort. You're, you're working to understand the Torah. So you understand the Torah based on the Havana that you have. So that's what it says. If you're 
if you don't work and you said, oh, I found the Torah and I understand the Torah, we don't even trust the person. This is Dukmas This is what the Chazal saying Pirk Yavis, that you have to prepare yourself to learn Torah because it's not a Yerusha to you. I, we know it is a Yerusha because we're talking about two different parts of the Torah, two different aspects. One aspect of the Torah, which is a Yerusha, is that you automatically, as a Yid, have a connection. Therefore, you have an obligation to learn it. Then there's another aspect of the Torah is how much you're going to understand. So how much, under, how much of the Torah you're going to understand, that's based on your own work. Meaning the Torah is, of course, connected to you because it's your Yerusha. And you have an obligation to learn it. And you have your Ois in the Torah. And that can never be taken away. But how much you understand, that's not a Yerusha. And that you need to work on. And that's why that's the Indian of Mechash of the Torah. And this, there would be differences. It depends, uh, as it says in the Chazal, that people's same people's minds are not the same. So therefore, it depends how what your your your, um, your your potential is and how much you work, and that's how much tire you will have. And also how much you're supposed to learn. Some people just have to learn one parak in the morning, one parak in the night. And then there's others who might even be chayv less, and others will be chayv to learn Then Gimel begins matanish b'tera. He says, this is ma'ashanit la'adam matanam al-mayla in yonim b'tera shehem. Loi ki beiz b'chines anal ha'medudois u'mugbolis l'fi erech ha'adam anivra the level of matanah is what's given to the person as a gift. Momayla, special inyanim the Torah. Meaning is, it's not like the first two levels of the Torah, which are limited levels of the Torah. Yerusha is because you have a connection to that level. You naturally have this connection to the Torah. And then there's also the idea of mecha, which you have to work for. The per point of both of these levels are that it's limited because it's the Yerusha is what type of Metzius you are. Whoever, what, you, what your Metzius is, you are your Yerush. So you get a level of the Torah which's connected to you. And since you're a Nivra, the level of the Torah which is naturally connected to you would also be limited. And of course, also your Havana. Your Havana is limited. So therefore, how much you're going to get out of it will also be limited. But then there's the idea of the Matan of Shabbatai. Matan of Shabbatai is that it's completely higher than your own capabilities. And this is And this is, comes completely from Mitzad Hashem. It's a gift from Hashem. And Hashem can give you much more than you are um, maybe really deserving. This is this is similar to what the Chazal said when he gave to Moshe, that he was learning the Torah and he would forget it until it was given to him as a gift. Meaning is, Moshe Rabbeinu is a Nivra and it's known with memory. As soon as you learn something, you're actually already starting to forget. Anything you learn, the moment you stop learning it, you're beginning to forget and as more time passes, you forget more and more. The same thing happened to Moshe Rabbeinu. Until Hashem gave it to him as a gift, and since Hashem gave it to him as a gift, Hashem is infinite. Therefore, he never had any uh, anything that any shichacha, right? Because it was a gift from Hashem. So Al Derech said, "This is talking about memory." The Rebbe is more focusing on the first level is how much you're able to grasp of the Torah. So the level that you're able to grasp and have within you 
is also a gift from Hashem. So that's why it's only Aldera, because over there it's talking about memory, but it's a similar idea. We are Nivroim, so we can only understand so much on our own. But then Hashem gives us, the, gives us as a gift something which we would not be able to understand on our own. And that's, that's a gift. This level is called the Gairo. Why? Because a just like a gift is not totally in the das of the one who's receiving it. A gift is completely the noisin. So similarly, the union of a girl has nothing to do with the receiver, the one who's making the girl. Hashem, Hashem is the one that's making the girl. Therefore, a girl is something which is, is a hint on something which is a mile matamadas, because it's basically expressing what Hashem's will is. So it's not us trying to understand what Hashem's will is or trying to understand the Torah. Rather, it's Hashem, how He has the Torah, and He's giving it to us. So it's a much greater level. It's how Hashem's Torah is being given to us on Hashem's level. The Adal. Amnon, Ima Yes, the Matana Ba, Ach, Rarak, Mirtsaina Shanois, the Matana, Lamitsada Vidas, and Shamakabel, Apple Peking, Omrizal, Elab, the Overlay Nichel and Ashe, Loy Havi Yahivle. Shigam Matonic Shurba Vidus Macabel, Shain Nois, the Matala Elamishraila. He says, Even though a Matana is given from the Rotson of the uh, the giver, but nonetheless, we have a rule that a person doesn't give a gift unless the person who received it did something nice to him. You must have given him some type of nakas ruach. You did something for him that now he likes you, and therefore he wants to give it to you. Meaning is, it's not that you deserve it. You can do a person a favor. It doesn't mean that he has to start giving you. You do, let's say, you do a favor for a billionaire. So you do him a favor. It doesn't mean that he has to give you a billion dollars. All he needs to do is say thank you. But you incurred his favor and he likes you and he feels a connection to you. Therefore, if you're lucky, he might give you a billion dollars. Right? As I just said, it's still called the gift, even though you might have done something. I should really start a little bit earlier. Meaning is that even a gift is connected to the avoided of makabel, Because you only give a gift to someone who's roy for the gift because you made a nakas ruach. But it's understood that even though it's still called a gift, what's a matas If you're roy for it, it's not a gift. It's schar. It's, 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 you did something, the guy has to pay you back. The vort is because you're, the avoided that you did was that you caused a nakas ruach to the person. Meaning is, you cause him, in a sense, an atheist and nefesh that he, in a sense, turns to. He feels some type of connection to you. Um, but it's not pshat. But you cannot force the person to give you the avoida. Your avoida is not machrich that he has to give you a gift. Meaning is, in other words, that the matana is not the erch of what you've done. And therefore, as a proof for this, two people can do the same favor to someone. Um, one person will get the netiyas anefesh of the of the nisan, and he will maybe get some a gift a gift back. While another person could do the same gift, but the nisan didn't feel a connection to you. Therefore, you don't get anything back. 
For example, let's say two people go to a billionaire businessman and want to be his apprentice. One of them, he might just say no to. The other one, he says yes to. Why? Why is one more deserving to the other? They're both basically not apprentices. They don't have any information. They don't have any experience. They don't have any skills yet. The reasoning is because one of them, he had an atheist enough she felt the connection to. So that feeling of connection, therefore, the billionaire will now become his um, mentor. Is he deserving of it? Did he work on it? No, it's a gift. But there was some type of nachas ruach that made the connection between the two of you. So, represents very, very interesting now. He says, "Bein zeh mash amurazal yegaitim mitzasi tamim, when hespar hapirish mitzasi mloshim mitzir shabab hashechadas, that yidei yegias adam esgala etzli havana v'hasaga muka beinin shloim haber yisim erki giyase." So we have the vort of when you get, if I worked, I worked and I found you believe him. So it's explained in other places, mitzasi means, um, mitzia always comes behasachadas. When you find something, it means that you didn't expect uh, to find it. Even if you're looking for something, but when you find it, it's always behasachadas. Because if you knew what it was, if you knew where that object was, then it was never lost and you're not trying to find it. Elamai, you don't know where it is and you're searching all over the place. You might have some ideas where to look, but at the end of the day, you don't know where it is. So when it comes to you, it was with Hasachadas, you didn't have intentional, uh, uh, intentional uh, mind frame to know exactly where it is. It came as a little bit of a surprise. Oh, that's where it was. So the idea also means is that when a person works hard to understand something, the mitzia, this that he finally understands it, it's always going to be deeper uh, and more than you actually worked on. It's more than your yigia. Therefore, it's like the Hasachadas, the idea is that it's higher than your own das. You're getting more than you worked for. He says, but that's not the same thing that we're talking about over here. He said, what we're talking about over here is that you worked. So when you're working, there's a haftacha, there's a promise when you work, you will find. Meaning when you work hard, you will get more than you worked for. But the vort is that your gi is being mamshech, is drawing down this higher level of understanding. But at the end of the day, it's still obviously somewhat connected because your, your Gia is being mamshik something higher than what you may, maybe uh, have uh, worked on. But that's kind of the rules that Hashem put into the, this world. You work hard, you will get more than uh, the, the work might have been able to get on its own. But it's understood that this is all still connected and it's the Avoida and the Madriga of the Nevrayim. But we're talking about a gift. It's the level of the Torah that comes with Tzad the Bayra. It's in completely higher than the Avoida of the Nevrayim. He says, The Achana, the Achana, the preparation that the Makabal does, is that you're just trying to get the, it, it, trying to get the, you do a hanakas ruach, meaning is you're just trying to get the noisin to um, take interest in you. And once you get him to take interest in you, you're hoping that he will um, give, you what, uh, give you a gift, something that you're not deserving of. But it's not being a this gift. So in other words, when it says you're gaiti mitzasi, it means that you're working, and you get something much greater than you worked on. But it's be'erech what you've done. Right? So let's say I'm working on to understand the shtukl gemara. 
So I'll, if I work hard, I will understand that piece of Gemara much more than I maybe would have deserved. When we're saying that it's a gift is, it means is, I, I made an achas ruach to Hashem, and therefore Hashem might give me, uh, help me understand Shas in general. Even though I didn't, what, what connection do I have to the entire Shas? I learned one Amud. But since you worked hard on that, uh, since you've worked hard on that Amud, you did whatever you did, and you made a nachas ruach to Hashem, therefore Hashem gives you a gift that He'll give you the ability to learn, let's say, the entire Shas on a much deeper level. So, Dugmas in Yenzeh, Metzinu Gamagar. Says we find this idea by Agaro. The Chavis Yoy says that it's Karavadavo, that if you do a Guru properly, I guess fair Guru, then Hashkachal Yoyin will attach itself to it. And then it's mesugal that this hashkacha will make sure that the, uh, the hashkacha will connect to this gur to make sure it's done properly as long as you've done the gur properly. Meaning that even though the gur is hashkacha yena, but it's and it's not totally at all in your own avoid your own bechira, but nonetheless you have to do a kaigen. You need to do it properly. You do what you need to do properly, then you will get this hashkacha yena. So the idea being is that it's a gift. So you do what you're supposed to do. Everything you're supposed to do. Then you'll get a gift which is much higher than necessarily you deserve. So Alderasa, who bechinas matana begeril shvatayra, bechinas zu of nesinas nesina nesanas la adam rak aben neichel lenafshe la kolish porchay de shleimas avedaisek viyacholta shal nevra. This gift is given and matana begeril is given to the person when he does a nachas ruach to Hashem. So what does it mean a nachas ruach to Hashem? That means you've done as much as you can. Then you're given as a gift that which is much greater than your than your own Similar to what we said by Moshe, he was learning it, kept on learning as much as he can, but he's human, so automatically there's always going to be memory loss. Then it was given to him as a gift that he will remember it forever. So similarly, we're saying by the Matana is that you understand it as much as you can. And you got the Yagayat, you got the Mitzasi as much as you can. But after you've got as much as you could get on your own Avaida, then Hashem will give you a Matana, that which is much, much higher than you could have received um, on your own. So probably the example of Shas is not good, because you've only learned one daf, you didn't do all you can to learn the entire Shas. But maybe in that one daf itself, to understand, like the Raga Chavar one, understand that daf, that would be like a Matana Momayla. So behave. Now we can understand what the Chazal meant. So, uh, that we ask Hashem, it's a prayer that it, uh, Hashem should build the base of Migdash, and we should get a portion in His Torah. So, question number one. He says it doesn't understand. If you work hard to understand the Torah, then we have a that if you work hard, you will find, you will be successful. And if you don't work hard, davening to Hashem is not going to help you. You need to work hard. So davening, but not working hard, then you can't trust you to say, oh, I davened and therefore I was successful. No, al tamen. There always needs to be the idea of Yagiyah. So what's the purpose of davening to Hashem to give us a chalik in the Torah? Base. Why is it that 
Second question is, what's the connection? One is about building the base of Mikdash, and one is about giving a portion in the Torah. Why are you putting both of these things together? And Gimel, Mahudi Kalashan Chelkeinu, the Mashma Shachelik Far Shaykhlav Oit Kaidin Shilatulai, and Beis Besar Sacha, Torah Shulcha, Lachara Havlamim, Saint Lanu Chelik Batayra. Third question is the deek of the words. Why does it give us, give us our portion? How is it your portion? You didn't even learn it yet. Give us a portion in the Torah. What does it mean, our portion? It's already yours, even though you didn't learn it yet. You have no shaykh to it. The mashmois is that you do have a shaykh for it, even before it was given to you. How, how do you have a shaykh to this level of Torah before it was given to you? And it says, which means Torah Hashem. Why are we asking for Hashem's Torah? What's the deek over there? Just say, give us a chalik in the Torah. Why are we asking specifically you want a chalik in your Torah? But according to what we explained earlier, now we can understand this. Habir Bizan. He says, Iker Tuchin Tfilazu Abhinasamatanashabataira. Habomu Maila Vihish Laiba Ercha Vidas Vyagis Adam. Khin Sarhaza Tfila Bukasha. He says, the Iker Tuchin of this Tfila is that we're asking for the Matana of the Tayra. And that comes Dafka Milmaila. And it's Shlaiba Erachira Vaida. And therefore you need a Davin to it. Davin for Hashem to give you this portion of the Tayra. So that's what we're davening for. We're davening specifically for the level of Matana. That's the level of Torah that doesn't come through Yagiyah. So in Achinam and the Indian of Yagiyah B'Tayra, we're not going to daven to Hashem. We'll work as hard as we can. But get this third level, we need to daven for. And that answers the first question. Then he's mispal which is So this answers question three. We ask why does it say chalkenu and tayrasacha? So the explanation is because we know in order to get a gift, we're asking, we're davening to Hashem to give us a gift. But in order to get that gift, we need to do a nachas ruach to Hashem, which means a nachas ruach that we give to Hashem is that we work as much as we can to understand the Torah. So that, those ideas that you understood in the Torah, that's called your chalik. So saying chalkenu, the chalik, why is it yours already? It's because you already learned the Torah and you understood it to the greatest of your ability. Then we're saying Hashem, saying chalkenu, give us, give us a gift. Give us a gift in our portion that it should be like Torah Secha. Meaning is that it should be, you should teach us the Torah Secha, that our, our chalik should be um, the Oifen Halimah, the way that we understand the Torah should not just be according to the the, the Yigiyah that I had. Rather, it should be according to Torah Secha, the Oifen Torah of the Torah, how it is by Hashem. Which, as we've said, is the level of a gift, something which is much higher than we can understand on our own. Because it's the Torah of Kaddish Baruch Hu, and the Hashem, of course, is infinite. And this is Dugmas Marmar Azal Benegel Limud HaTorah B'Gan Eden. Shatzarach Lias V'Tamudai Shalom B'Bayi L'Mazah V'Oifan Al-Limud Shabayi L'Mazah B'Yadai V'Loi Dei Masih B'Gan Eden Adar Chatzai. So this is similar um, to what the Chazal say regarding learning Torah in Gan Eden. It says that the person who learns Torah, L'Shma, it's the, the, the Torah is B'Yadai. The Torah comes to him in Gan Eden. So we explained what it means is that the, the Talmud that you learned in this world, you're going to understand it in Gan Eden in a much higher w- level. You're going to understand the Lader Chassid. 
So it's called Talmud Abiyodamin. It's your Talmud, the Torah that you learned, but you'll understand at a much greater level. So that over here we're saying even a much in a, on a deeper level, because ultimately even Gan Eden is limited. So we're understanding a much deeper level, but still it's a limited level because it's the level of Gan Eden. But we're asking for the Torah of Hashem, which is completely infinite. But the point is that Hashem would only give us this gift of the Torah Secha, the Torah of Hashem, only if there was an Achas Ruach. So similar to Moshe, that the Torah that he learned already, he was given that Torah as the Torah of Hashem, because there's no Shechacha in front of Hashem. Uh, so why did it, so how is that, meaning is how is the Inyan of shich, not having Shechacha, the Inyan of Torah Secha? Because Hashem's Torah, there's no Shechacha, Lefnei So Moshe Rabbeinu was Zoycha, who was given as a gift, Hashem's Torah, but also he wouldn't have any Shechacha. So now we can understand why it says at the beginning, because the Amitis Inyan of Matana is only going to be when Mashiach comes, when we learn the Tayrasa Shemashiach. So basically, the Rebbe is actually introducing a deeper level now in the idea of a gift. Because there's a level of a gift that we can get nowadays, and then there's a level of a gift, which is the Amitis Inyan of a gift that we can only get when Mashiach comes. So the level of gift that we can get nowadays is, all, is, is, is I guess, Bligvul, but it's going to be a lesser level of Bligvul than when Mashiach comes. So therefore, we're asking Hashem that you should build the base of Migdash, and when we build the base of Migdash, we can get the Amitis, the deepest level of a gift that comes from the Torah of Hashem that we cannot get even uh, nowadays. Because we know that even in infinite, there's many different levels of uh, bleakvul, which we're not going to get into, but just a simple mathematical one. We could say you have a dot, and a dot, you can, sp- you can always make the dot smaller, right? Even in this world, you could constantly be making the dot smaller, smaller, smaller. So it's infinite. The, 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 the amount of the, the nukuda is in, you know, infinite because you can always make the nukuda smaller. The potential, I should say, is infinite. But you can also have a line, which you can make the line smaller, infinitely. You can constantly, theoretically, the line could always... B becomes smaller and smaller than what it is. But then you can also have a cube. You chose to make the cube smaller and smaller and smaller than what it is. So even in an infinite, you can have a dot, which is infinite, a line, which is infinite, and a cube, which is infinite. The idea being is that you have different levels of quantity and quality also in the realm of bleak vol. So there's the tyrant, there's a bleak vol that we can get nowadays, and then there's a mitis in a bleak vol that we can only get um, when the shiach comes. He says the difference between the Yerusha uh, in Tyra and the Ingen of Mechira in Tyra, which both of these levels are levels which are Shaykh to the level of Nebraim. And then we have the idea of Matanish Batayra, that's the level of Tyra, how it is Mitzad Batayra, is actually also recognizable in how the Tyra was given to the Eden. So Amr Azal, Torah Tziva Lanu Moshe, Torah Gumevashe Tarfesh Yud Aleph Havi, and Neichi Vila Yilacham Epiag Gur Shemano. Hainu Shakom Mitzvah Satar Nimsu Lisrali De Moshe Levam Beis Diber Sarishainus, and Neichi Vila Yilacham So we have the Chazal. It says that Torah Tziva Lanu Moshe, Torah Torah Gumevashe that the Torah, which is Gumevashe six hundred eleven, was given through Moshe Ben. So six hundred eleven Mitzvahs was given by Moshe, and Neichi Vila was given from Hashem. Why? He says, 
The reason why the 611 mitzvahs are given through Maisha, because the 611 mitzvahs need to be given in a way, Havana, Bahasagam, we understand it. So it's given to Maisha, and Maisha was able to give us that, those 611 mitzvahs in a way of, of, of Havana, Bahasagam. But the first two dibras of these ideas are and therefore they need to be given to a person as a gift. And that's why it was also it was given to the Yidin not through a mamutza, not even Moshe Rabbeinu. Rather, it had to be given directly from Hashem. Because if it would have give, been given through Moshe Rabbeinu, that means it would have been given in a way, Havana v'hasadim. We wouldn't have had the essential quality. The essential quality of, of, of a Muna Kabbalah's all is, um, is that it's higher than Tamadas. You're getting the essential quality that you and Hashem have a connection. That Hashem appears, that, that Hashem is real to you. Hashem is bleak vol. Hashem is infinite. You can never understand Hashem. So the only way for us to have this connection of the, that really the, the, the unity that Hashem is one uh, and there's nothing else besides of Hashem, we cannot completely understand it. The only way we can receive it is by Hashem giving to us that perception. Um, therefore, it came directly the other 611 mitzvahs, it could be, uh, it's given to us in a way that we could actually understand them. So mitzad is galazu. That's why the time of the Torah is called Matan Torah, because it was given to us uh, as, a, as a gift. He said, all the hachanas and preparations that we did for Matan Torah, even the union of saying Nasev and Nishma, which is the union of Bittl Matzias Lakadosh Baruch Hu, that we will do even before we understand. That is a Veda and the Bittl of a, of, of a Nivra. And it's never going to be Be'erch, the Skalas that has happened by Matan Torah, where Hashem came down on Har Sinai. Hashem spoke. So that is the gift that Hashem uh, connects himself to us. This is uh, another place the Rebbe explains it, why by um, Avraham Avinu, why the connection that it first discusses in the Torah between Hashem and Avraham Avinu is where it says in Parshas Lech Lechar, it says Hashem pure to Avram. So the Shaila was, why didn't, why didn't the Torah also discuss the Mesir Snefesh that Moshe Rabbeinu had by Urkastim, that he was willing to, he was thrown into a fire because of his belief to Hashem. Shouldn't that be our introduction to Avraham Avinu, the Mesir Snefesh that he had? Why is it just that Hashem tells him to leave his land and he listens? So the Rebbe explains is because the Messias Nefesh that he had by is ultimately his Avodah, his work that he did. But when Hashem appeared to him, that's an Indian which is, uh, comes with Sad which is an Indian which is infinite, which is much greater than Avram Avinu could ever reach on his own. And that's the same idea of a Neich the Indian of Matan Torah, that we were given something which we never would have been able to perceive and have on our own. So 
I, what about the other eight that's also called Matan Torah? Only the first two Dibas should be called Matan Torah. Why are the other eight called Matan Torah? The reasoning is because they also are connected to this union of Matana, as we'll see in Siv Zayin. So, Zayin, you do a shita Ramban v'oid, the Bechas Dibas HaRei Chorayna is Shom Bnei Yisrael Kailu Shal Kadosh Baruch Hu, Avaloi Havinu Mashanamar. So the Ramban and others explain that it says like uh, all the Sarasadibas were set to the Yidin. So they explain what's the difference between the first two and the other eight, and if they heard, heard all of them, is because the first two they heard and they were able to grasp them. It was revealed to them. They had a gilu of the first two. They didn't need to be explained afterwards by Moshe what they were. But the other eight they heard Taka from Hashem, but they weren't able to understand it. They were, it, wasn't, it wasn't revealed in a way that they could grasp it. And come on with them. Therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu had to explain it afterwards. Question one is, what's the purpose of hearing the koilis if you don't understand it anyway and need to be explained by Moshe Rabbeinu afterwards? What's the purpose of Hashem saying it? Also, what's the difference? Why was the first two Dibras said um, from Hashem, and the Yidin understood it. Mashiach in the other eight, they only heard the call but didn't understand that Moshe Rabbeinu needs to explain it afterwards. He says the first two Dibris was Nimshach to the Yidin, the union of Amunah, Kabbalah, Salmach, Shemayim, that was given as a gift. Therefore, they heard it from Hashem directly, and this was on the meaning is the level as Hashem perceives a noichivilacha, like Hashem's perception of a noichivilacha. That's the perception that we were given, even though we were nevroim, we we're getting the same perception that Hashem has of these two things, and therefore did not go through Moshe Rabbeinu. Amna, a masbek she'amuna b'kol sal elu tiyena itzal la'adu ba'ifin klalu al tzrichas heim la'ha'ayir avaydasa b'kim kol echad ve'echad ma'mitzvus. He says, but just having this union of Kabbalah's all and this Amunah and Oifin Klali is not enough. You need to have, you need to be able to feel those that 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 Amunah and that Kabbalah's all even when you're doing the other when even when you're actually fulfilling any of the mitzvahs. That when you feel when you're fulfilling a kima mitzvah pratis, you should feel that this comes. Because that you're that you're doing the mitzvah because of your amuna kabbal soul, which is very powerful. Meaning is it's not just that you, uh, you know, you know that there's a shem, and let's say you have you know that shem's real, and you have that same perception as a shem as a shem has because a shem gave it to us an eichvilacha. And then since you have this great perception of a shem, then you know that whatever he tells you is probably makes a lot of sense. A shem is so amazing. Then for sure the other six hundred eleven mitzvahs that he's giving to you, I should also fulfill. Because since Hashem is so great, then whatever He's given me is probably also very great, and therefore I should fill it because of that. Meaning is you're ultimately fulfilling it because of logic. Hashem is amazing, I'm going to do whatever He wants. Rather, it needs to be deeper than that. That the other 611 mitzvahs themselves, you're doing it with this hergosha, that this itself is something which is the ma'ilam etam v'das. This mitzvah that I'm doing, that I'm not going to steal, or I'm going to put on tefillin, is not just because Hashem, who's so great, told me to do it, and therefore, for sure, there's a good reason for it. On the, no, more than that, deeper than that, that these mitzvahs themselves is really a gilui 
of something which is a Maila Metamadas. It's a Gili of the Boyer Eilam, something which is on the same level as a Meich something which is on a level of a gift, something completely higher than the world. So in order to connect the Indian of Amun and Kabbalah with each mitzvah, he says, therefore, if we just heard the first two, it wouldn't, you might, would have had the proper belief, you would have been able to have a Muna Hashem, but it wouldn't have connected to the mitzvahs. So what needs to happen is, there need to be the call of Hashem in all of the other 611 mitzvahs. When they heard the call of Hashem regarding all the other mitzvahs, then within the other mitzvahs is um, revealed also this Indian of Bligvul. And as we know, the Ser Sidibris, uh, Sadhya Goin, brings in each of the letters of the 613 mitzvahs, is, uh, sorry, in the letters of the Ser Sidibris is a hint for every mitzvah in the Torah. And if you want to know more about it, the Rebbe gives, uh, in the note 66, it gives you the, um, the different opinions of where each mitzvah is hinted to, and the Ha'aris and Torah Shlema, you can look over there and it tells you which word and is hinting to which mitzvah. But the point is, all the 613 mitzvahs are inside the Luchas. So having the Luchas being said, the Ten Commandments being said, that means within all the 613 mitzvahs, there's also the essence of all of them will be heard, the Kol Hashem, that all of them are really B'derch Matana, uh, something which is L'mchayi L'matan V'das. He says, since, he says, since the, the reason why they need to hear the Dibris from Hashem is not because uh, they wouldn't be able to understand unless Hashem told them these mitzvahs. No, they could have understood it on its own. They, they can have Moshe Rabbeinu explain to them. The purpose, the reason why they needed Hashem to say this to Seris Adibris is that they should have this union of Kabbalah's Ol, Amunah, which is the Ma'ilam Atamadas. Therefore, they did not um, hear the other mitzvahs in a way of Havana Saga from Hashem. He says, he said, not only did they not understand it from Hashem, but on the contrary, they couldn't understand it from Hashem. Because the whole idea of this call is that it's higher than Tam Adas. The whole purpose is not that Hashem is going to mitzamsen and limit the, the coil until a way that we could understand it. Because if he's limiting it until we could understand exactly what each one of the mitzvahs is, that defeats the whole purpose of having the matana, the inyam, which is in Gantz and Hakavatam Vadas. Therefore, the way Hashem gave it to us, He gave it to us as a B'derech Matana, in a way that's in Gantz and Hakavatam Vadas. And then Moshe Rabbeinu also gave, then Moshe Rabbeinu came and also explained to other mitzvahs in a way that we could understand it. So, in other words, Moshe Rabbeinu gave us the inyam of Mechira, the inyam of Yerusha in the Torah, right? Torah Tzibalanu Mori Rasha, Kilas Yaakov. It's Torah Tzibalanu Moshe is the Morasha Kilas Yaakov. So, there's the aspect of what Moshe Rabbeinu did that he took the Torah. And he was able to draw it down, just like water flows from a high place and, and, and goes to, uh, to the lower place. The idea is that the water stays the same, it's just in a higher place or lower, but it's being drawn down in a way that we understood. So Hashem gives us the coal, so ultimately it's the same essence. And then Moshe Rabbeinu will take that coal, 
which is the essence of what the mitzvahs are, and then he could draw it down in a way that we have a van of a hasaga. Now we understand what we asked initially. What are the Goinim talking about when they said that you're for over on the girl, you're over on the Sirs of Dibris? Right? What's the, first of all, he said, what's the connection? He says, Avera in a girl with Dukma Savera, like Raka Helika Vanava Sagish Vatira, Alabahinus Gerus Vatira, Haina Sirs of Dibis, and he's trouble that Matan of Gil Mail Knabarucha. He says, The Vart is because when you're over the whole idea of a girl. Is that's the mile of the das. So the the Eretz Yisrael being divided al pigura is showing that the Torah was given to us, and the Eretz Yisrael was given to us in a way which is the mile of the das. It was given to us the essence of what Eretz Yisrael is. It was given to us the matana, uh, which is inside Eretz Yisrael. So if you argue, either you don't listen or you're being moitzi laz on the girl, you're basically um, you're disparaging the idea of the matana. The chilek of the matana, which is within Eretz Yisrael. And that's the same idea of the matana, which is the Sarasadibra. So if you're going against the matana Shabagairal, it's this, as if you're going against the matana Shabasarasadibris. Um, because you're basically missing the essence of what Eretz Yisrael is, the gift that Hashem gave us. Because what you're saying is that Eretz Yisrael is only connected to us, Apitan Vadas, either the way of Yerusha or a way of. Uh, of, of working for it. So if you hold that the connection that a Yid has with Eretz Yisrael is only al Pitam Vadas, you're missing the essence of what Eretz Yisrael is. But when you realize that the essence of Eretz Yisrael is that Hashem gave it to us in the, as a gift, and then you have the Mechira, and then you have the Inyana of Yerusha, with that connects it also to al Pitam Vadas, then, you then you're getting the Torah in its complete way. And that's why we're going to say in the next Sif, the 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 need to be the Eretz Yisrael need to be given in both ways. There need to be the aspect of the girl, but there also need to be the idea that it was also was logical. So He says the idea of Eretz Yisrael is that Hashem's eyes are there constantly, beginning of the year until the end. That in Eretz Yisrael, it's mere, it shines the gilu lekus begilui without any halamis behester hesterim shomayim mazat, right? So it's, Eretz Yisrael basically is is Hashem's revelation as is, not how it's subdued and hidden. It's rather it's like the kol Hashem by Matan Torah, which was revealed that this is the kol Hashem. Similarly, Eretz Yisrael, it's a gift from Hashem. Hashem's gilu lekus is shining there without anything blocking it. So this idea that Ulam Hazat, which is Gashmias and it's Khumrias, will be a place that the Elikus could shine Bigulai, that's higher than our Aveda. We can never reach that level to be able to connect it to the essence of Hashem through the Aveda of a Nivra on its own. It has to be given as a gift. We do everything we can, and Hashem, because of the nachas ruch that we've given him, he will give us uh, this gift, or he gave us this gift. Which, which, Stam, this is this is the, as we mentioned earlier, that just like in Tyra, there's two levels of matana in Tyra. There's matana we can get by ilm and then there's the matana, the ultimate level of matana, which we're going to get by Yemoisa Mashiach. So similarly. We have that now. There's the oifin of the matana that Hashem gave us now, but then the ultimate revelation of that gift, the mitis a matana, the ultimate revelation of that gift that Hashem gave us the very Yisrael will be revealed um, when Mashiach comes. Meaning, as Hashem gave the gift, just like He gave Matan Torah, gave us the entire Torah, but for 
But then there's the revelation of that Torah, that revealing this idea of the Matana, which we have some of it is revealed now, and the ultimate revelation of the gift that Hashem already gave us by Matan Torah will be when Mashiach comes. So similarly, Hashem gave us, gave us Eretz Yisrael, He gave us the Matan of Eretz Yisrael. And the ultimate revelation of the Egil Lekus with Eldon Helamas Vester and all, the ultimate revelation will be when Mashiach comes. Therefore, the, the, the division needs to be through a gairal, had to be a division of the person. So just like we explained earlier regarding the Torah, that you need to do as much of, as much as you can do on your own, and that causes a nachas ruach, and Hashem gives you the love of matanish of Similarly, by the girl, you need to have l'rav tarbe lemat tamit. They need to divide up eretz in a logical way, and once you've prepared everything, I'll be logic. You've made the girl, the division of the land, that every single yid has a portion in Eretz Yisrael. And every yid was given a portion in a way, or was prepared to be given a portion in a way that makes sense. We've done it all, saying, Hashem, this this portion makes the most sense that it should be given to this shevet. And within, you know, and then this portion makes the most sense that it should be given to this shevet. So it makes sense that Hashem give us, gives us a gift of Eretz Yisrael, that the essence of what Eretz Yisrael is, is revealed within those portions. So the portion that you're given won't just be that it makes sense al pitavadas, but it also is revealing the rutsin of Hashem. It reveals the hashgachal yaina that it should be begiloi me'esa kadosh baruch